I'm so glad that you're here today. Jesus is preparing us for his return. He, he's, we're in that time where he's preparing us for the things that are about to happen and the things that we need to have revelation knowledge of. We need to have understanding of the things that are going to happen in order to press through and not quit and give up. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus, take over. Just just teach us, show us the things that you want us to know. We so are so appreciative that you are preparing us, that you are telling us what we need to know, that you're just acknowledging us as that you care for us so much. You're so good to us. We love you. We praise you and give you all the glory. I just felt a little love from him right there, and that was very encouraging. And so Jesus, he does. He just wants to love us, and he's telling us things to come so that we can be prepared so that we don't quit and give up. Um, I was just talking to somebody today right after he gave me his message and and that person was saying, yeah, I was just going to quit and give up and now I have all this, all these um, encouragements from people that have confirmed that I need to go on because, you know, Satan's going to get you to, to think that should I even be doing this? Pressure is just so horrendous. The attacks are one after another after another. And you know, when you are having those attacks, when things are like that, you can know that you are on that narrow path. And don't quit and don't give up. Peter encouraged us in 1 Peter 4. I'm going to read the the Passion Translation. Beloved friends, if life gets extremely difficult with many tests... Don't be bewildered as though something strange or overwhelming you. Instead, continue to rejoice. For you, in measure, have shared in the sufferings of the anointed one so that you can share in the revelation of his glory and celebrate with even greater gladness. That's why you're suffering. That's why you're going through what you're going through. That's why the pressure is there. That's why it seems so hard. Yesterday... Jesus was talking about 24-7 faith. Uh, I was sharing how the only way I could press through and believe for my son's healing was 24-7. I, was, I would hear the word, hear the word, hear, hear the word. The only way we're going to get through the end, remember Jesus said, many are going to turn away and distrust him. And the only way you're, you're going to get through that is to constantly be in fellowship with him. Constantly bow your head. Go to that secret place where you can feel him, where he can encourage you, where you can block out the noise, block out the enemy. Your warfare isn't against flesh and blood. You have to remember that. And when, when you're with Jesus, he's going to remind you of all those things. Otherwise, we're going to get hard, just like the world. And we're going to live in unforgiveness. And and we're going to look at people and blame them instead of the enemy. He's the one 
causing the trouble because he doesn't want you to have eternal life. He doesn't want you to have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. He's the one putting on the pressure every day. He's trying to make it look like other people are your problem or this is your problem or that is your problem. So we have to constantly be looking to Jesus and constantly be taking direction from him. Don't go there. Go here. Turn there. He's protecting you. He's protecting you from harm. He's protecting you from things that you just can't handle. Maybe that that one thing that would just get you to quit and give up. He's protecting you from that. He's helping you to endure where you are so that you can continue where you are. He's helping you to to press forward on that neural path. But anything he he is um, protecting you from, keeping you from, he's going to tell you. He's going to warn you. Don't go. Don't turn that way. Avoid that. Don't do this. So you got to be continually, continually, always in fellowship with him. Let's read a little more of this. Okay, so let's back up. For you in measure have shared in the sufferings of the anointed one. Jesus was certainly under pressure. The enemy was constantly at him. He used people just as he does in your life, to try to get you to quit and give up. He was trying to get Jesus to quit. Right? He was trying to get him to quit, to give up. So it says, um, in measure, have shared in the sufferings of the anointed one, so that you can share in the revelation of his glory and celebrate with even greater gladness. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are greatly blessed because the spirit of glory and power who is the spirit of God rests upon you. Let no one, let none of you merit suffering as a murderer, a thief, a criminal, or one who meddles in the affairs of others. If you suffer for being a Christian, don't consider it a disgrace, but a privilege. Not that you suffer for doing wrong, but you suffer for being a Christian. Glorify God because you carry the anointed one's name. For the time is right for judgment to begin in God's own household. And if it starts with us, What will be the fate of those who refuse to obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous are barely saved, what will become of the wicked and the godless? So then, those who suffer for the following, those who suffer for following God's will, should enfold our lives into the Creator who will never fail them and continue to always do what is right. Continue to do what is right. Don't quit. Don't give up. Understand the attacks are going to come. The enemy is going to come against you. He's going to come, and you have to be prepared. Your warfare isn't against flesh and blood. The enemy's trying to steal your eternal life. Don't let him. Keep doing what Jesus called you to do. Don't quit. Don't give up. 
move forward. Put on those marching boots and don't stop. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. All you have to do is hang on. Get the word out every day. Remind yourself of the promise. If eternal life wasn't so wonderful, maybe you're you're wondering, is this all worth it? Maybe you're new to this and you're thinking, "Is is it worth all this? It is. If it wasn't worth it, the enemy wouldn't be attacking. He wouldn't be putting that pressure on you. So yes, it's worth it. It's worth every minute, every battle. It's worth everything that you go through, everything that you have to put aside, everything you lost. Choose Jesus. Even if you choose him today, you can press forward and you can have eternal life. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. And you can so tell because of the pressure the enemy is putting on. Even if you're trying to make a decision right now, he's going to put pressure on you to say, no, you know, that isn't real. It's not even real. Jesus isn't real, they've been saying. And if you listen to all the lies and you let it soak in, you let it meditate, you you meditate on it, you're going to be deceived and you're going to make the wrong choice. But Jesus wants to make Jesus wants you to make the right choice today. Right now, choose him. Choose eternal life. Choose goodness. As we just read as Peter encouraged us, be caught doing good. Suffer for doing good. It's worth it. We we can't have this attitude like, why well, do this and I do that and I, I'm you know, and I'm being persecuted for this. Yeah, just like Jesus was, and His name on our forehead. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. One other thing that I want to mention is lots of people say and even teach that God is doing this bad thing to you, that you're going through all this because God is punishing you. And God said clearly that he only does good. He said, let let no one say that I would tempt them. He's the father of good. You're going through this because you've chosen Jesus. And you're going to have the same persecution he had. You're going to be hated because of him. The enemy is going to try to torment and harass you because of Jesus. But you don't have to let him. You don't have to let him. You have power and authority over him. You go to the word. You look at the word. You find out who you are. And operate in that power. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that you're knocking at the door of our heart. And if we would heed your voice, 
that you would come and live on the inside of us and empower us to do your will. And so we're here. We're willing. We choose to be obedient to you, to be empowered to do your will. Thank you, Jesus. If you heed his voice, you are going to live a wonderful life. And you're going to have eternal life. Don't fight it. Don't fight him correcting you. Just do what he tells you to do. He's reminding me today of something he told me to do. And because I didn't do it, because I let my flesh have its way, I went through something I wouldn't have to go through. But he's still here for us, even though we mess up. But just be encouraged that when he tells you to do something, when he corrects you, it's because he's looking out for you. He has your good in mind. He's going to be there for you all the time. And the more he corrects you, the more you're going to learn about him and the more prepared you will be. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.